and welcome to the Cinemondo podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies. As always, <laughs> we never <laughs> stop talking about movies. <laughs> when you guys shut up, talk about, God. Talk about movies. I know. It's like when we're at parties, we talk about movies and people just start wandering away because they know we will not stop. <laughs> they start backing up. They're like, oh, God, here they Unless go again. Unless are people, you know. <laughs> See, that's the way to weeding out the cool people. <laughs> yes, exactly. The cool people leave. The rest of them stay. Well, <laughs> we're going to, we're sort of this, with this episode, we're going to do another one like we have done in previous episodes where we're going to take a, a microscopic look at a scene of, a scene from a movie that we like. Just the scene, like we're thinking of, trying to think of scenes that had an impact on us in some way or maybe something that's really meaningful or historical or controversial or, or just, um, just emotionally cool. effective. Or just and cool. it's not yeah. even that we may even like the whole movie, and we may just like this one scene for whatever reason, right. and we will try right. and explain ourselves. Right. That's not the case with this. In the case of my clip today, I love the entire film. So, you want, well, <laughs> Kathy, that's a good entree into. <laughs> Am into, I going to go first again? Why not? Sure. Why not? Do you okay. want to go first? Go first. I'll go first. Okay. You guys are going to see this and go, we shouldn't have started with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting kind of scared just watching my own clip. Oh, yeah. oh my god. very quiet scene for the podcast <laughs> but it's so powerful and that's what i'm going to talk about actually yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> amazing choice to just hold yeah. on wow. that's yeah. that's it's, what it's all about man yeah. Okay. Okay. Very daring. Yeah. I love now he's just driving really slow. Mm.
Okay, so that's probably not going to translate to our audio yeah. podcast. That was so <laughs> definitely go to YouTube. But that was Ariaster's uh, Hereditary. Um, that scene, when I saw this, I've seen a lot of horror movies, a lot of movies. They don't really affect me anymore. When I saw this movie, that scene, I felt like I was punched in the stomach. Like it was like, <gasps> I mean, I couldn't breathe. I had to kind of like, what am I seeing? Like I was so stunning. And I think the choice. You know the choice this filmmaker's first film, which is still blows me away, that he chose after a scene like that, this frenetic, crazy driving in this incredibly horrible, violent moment where you know his young sister gets her head literally torn off by a phone pole when he swerves the car around a dead animal on the road. Um, to choose to sit in the car with no sound, no music. And the lights behind him, like the, you just mm -hmm. barely see his the lights, and he's just staring, the stunned silence, and just his breath. Like he, you can tell me he just starts yeah. breathing again. Mm -hmm. I still like. I almost want to hold my breath watching that scene. Yeah. It's so incredibly powerful, and they don't show or do anything. They never show okay. it. They never show the aftermath. I mean, that was such a bold scene to not go there. And it was kind of like I think my favorite moment was when he's sitting there. It's it's the middle of the night. He's just in the car. Something horrible beyond comprehension just happened. He's starting the camera as his point of view starts moving up to look in the rearview mirror and then jumps back to the road because he doesn't want to look. We don't yeah. want to look. Yeah. Like I the love that. The camera has how. an opinion. <sighs> it's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just, I'm breathless just thinking about it. So that to me is probably one of the most stunning examples of horror I have ever seen for just Barnett. That movie a, is a powerful. That ugh. movie to me has several scenes in it that I that I would consider as a favorite scene. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it was hard to pick, but that was. Well, that's the one. I mean, <laughs> you put yourself in that position because uh, you're in that car with him, you know, yep. and you're just you know that you haven't had that happen to you, right? Hopefully, hopefully yeah. But you've maybe had stuff that's like freaked you out or something happened that was like kind of jarring, and you just have to sort of collect yourself somehow and move on. Yeah, and he says like, oh, "All right," and he's sort of talking to himself like, like okay. you know, "I like." He just kind of lets. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get back in my body." Because you feel like that would almost feel like you left your body, and you're okay. I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna pretend like this did not happen. Maybe I'll wake up, I get home, and I'll wake up, and this will have been a dream. You can just sort of see it all. He doesn't say anything. It's just these yeah. eyes, you know. Oh, so what's the actor's name? Wolf. Um, Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf. Like the idea yeah. that your brain is struggling to process what just yeah. happened. I think that's so what, well done. That was the impression I got was he's sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to react. Yeah. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do. And I think that's a, right. that is a great way to depict that where he's just, yeah. he's just like, you know, yeah. he's blindsided and has no idea how to process it. It's like, it's everyone is. Computing. Yeah. That was great. Like you feel the same way because he's in siege mode. He's trying to see his sister. We think we're in the middle of the scene. She's yeah. like suffocating from an allergic reaction to peanuts. He's rushing her to the hospital. That's what we think the stakes are. No one right. expected that. And so yeah. I like when we're showing the scene and when you guys all of a sudden comprehend what this is, there's this kind of like, Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm first thinking of some, you know, action, you know, like driving movie or something. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I love it's not gory at all. It's pure emotion. And it's just, you know, they barely show anything. Just enough so you know what happened, but it's not a gory scene. And you're and just like, felt like, it's probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. To me, when I watched this movie, I was very lucky. I didn't know anything about it. And so yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. I <laughs> right. wasn't expecting that scene. And I thought that little girl was the main character in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, she's right. so interesting looking. She mm -hmm. has such a cool look and she was so 
strange and unique of a character. And she seemed to be the, I mean, when you think the title hereditary, you think, okay, it's the something about the mom and the daughter, the grandma, yeah. the mom and the daughter, this sort of, you and know, she's got problems. Like, yeah. You know, so you think she's going to be the bad seed or something. That's sort of the setup. She's going to be a catalyst or a hero mm-hmm. or a villain or something. Yeah. The, the but, son was kind of on the sidelines almost. He was not really registering that much. Exactly. Exactly. She he was the star a little bit of the first a psycho in there. She was, great. she was totally Janet Lee, like the first 30, yeah. 40 minutes of the movie. She's sort of the focus. Yeah. And this guy is two for two. He did Midsummer and Hereditary. I mean, they yeah. are both fantastic in totally different ways. I mean, this guy is a huge talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knows, I, how to, we, knows how to tell stories with a camera. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, you know, you look at this and you think that idea of just holding, just holding yeah. on that face and that moment and sustaining that moment and sustaining the feeling. A lot of directors might have cut away, mm-hmm. cut away from it. And you may not have gotten the experience as effectively or as powerfully. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're in that car, like you said, you're in that car with him. You, you're almost him. You're almost him. Yeah. The filmmakers did not give us any relief. Like you got to sit there with him trying to figure out what the fuck did I just see? And like, Oh my God, I got to think about this. And then they don't, they don't save you by cutting away and giving a resolution. They don't save you by doing a happier moment the next day. It's like, just, you had to sit there and deal with it. They don't even save you by having him make a decision. He doesn't even make a decision. He just, he's just going to go home. home. (laughs) The movie. The movie is about dread. It's dread. It's yeah, yeah. That dread horror. Like you feel that for two hours. Yeah, it's a never kind of seen an on- like It's it. kind of an onslaught, but it's it you know, and but it's a, a superb film. I mean, really, yeah. consider one of the best horror films of a lot. You know, maybe horror. I've ever sure. seen. And I feel like we oversell it, but it's I, I don't know what the hell else to talk about it because I'm so desensitized to everything horror and anything thriller. I mean, I've seen it all. So if anything even yeah. affects me remotely, I'm like, that must have been like crazy. Yeah. <sighs> this one got all the hype. They were, yes. I remember before yeah. I'd seen it, there people were comparing it to The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby and, we're all and all like, these yeah, movies. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, it's not going to be. <laughs> no way. It's not going to be. Amateurs. <laughs> but, you know, I put it in that category with those films. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I, I've seen it about three or four times. Oh, my and God. Really How crazy. did you do it three or four times? Well, because you pick up so much. It's one of those yeah. movies where he throws some Easter so eggs in there. some weird thing. It's hard to watch. There's no doubt about it. About five it's times. Also- yeah. There's so, so much emotional pain. The whole thing is so much pain and so much agony and, and grief. And like, ah, oh, it's so powerful. It's intense. But I'll, I'll just say this, you know, like there's an earlier shot of that telephone pole. And when you see it yeah. the second time, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. You know, you Not don't. An accident. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So great stuff. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, I guess yeah. I'll, I can Let's go. Let's take a, a little palate cleanser. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'll, before we talk, we see my scene. Mine is. It's a, it's, it's a movie that came out about seven years ago. There's a recent film that came out that I didn't like, same main character. And this the reason I like, showed this clip is, this is I think this director, Gareth Edwards, knows how to do a monster movie right. And this is a simple scene. Uh, take it away. Okay. We'll just add this in. Not a lot of uh, dialogue. <laughs> Again.
we go. So I'll tell you why I like this scene. Um, Godzilla seems really scary. Yeah. You know, I think he's, you know, just the shot of like they're Godzilla fighting something. It's just, that's, I think that's the way Godzilla should be. You know, he should be a little bit intimidating. I think the last movie, it was just kind of like, a, they were just wrestlers, you know, fighting. Yeah. And I think the way he directs, it's just you get that sense, you know, that there's something massive that's kind of intense. And that's what gives. And I think it's just beautifully directed. I love yeah. the music. Yeah. I love the shot. So I just think he knows how to make Godzilla, a good Godzilla movie. And so yeah, and it's that's funny the, about your, that your point of view of those guys, you know, as yeah. they come through the clouds. Yeah. What I think is interesting, and it, it's funny that we play these two in a row because I think they're very similar in a lot of ways, is that, first of all, there's no dialogue. You just hear breathing. Yeah. Like, a lot of it feels yeah. very intimate. And what they don't show. Like, yeah. we don't see a good shot of Godzilla. We don't see the big, like, we see a shadow and maybe a little rim light, you know, just barely there. It's like, both of those scenes were scarier because what they weren't showing. You know, they yeah. were more powerful because they were more intimate inside the person versus this big spectacle like the right. the new Godzilla that was just, you know, I felt like the camera was really at a distance. I feel like it wanted to get everything in the frame. Like you never felt like you were part of the action. You always felt like you're outside. And in this in this little clip, you felt like you were going down there with them. You didn't know what you're going to find. They're landing. You're scared. You hear the breeze. You know, it's so powerful just to hear that. Like there's no yeah. big loud bombastic music or roaring from Godzilla. Just some kind of like rumbling, just a little bit of like you know, little rumble from him. But yeah, that's beautifully directed. Yeah, you catch little glimpses of this thing, and you can't even really put together what it is. There's movement, and yeah. if you're paratrooping into a into the darkness like that, it's probably I mean, you imagine people doing that during World War II or something. They come through right. the clouds, and suddenly mm -hmm. you're looking around trying to figure out what's going on, and there's probably right. buildings on fire or something. Mm -hmm. And and here it's a giant monster <laughs> in the city. Yeah. And you're, it's, again, you're in, like Kathy said, it's the point of view. You're part of yeah. that paratrooping. So you're I just thought it. that that's really that was a great scene. Exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a cool so, one. That's a good it, movie. It a is. A lot of people complained about this movie. I remember the complaint was it takes a long time to get started. You don't they see didn't Godzilla show it. until it's too long before you see Godzilla. 
and they and people would say that and then they would say i like the old godzilla movies you know and i'm no, like don't. then you don't you yeah, don't no, remember the old godzilla movies because they didn't <laughs> have directed, a monster right, Gareth right Edwards up the directed, front anyway yeah. they directed monsters right yeah Gareth yes. Edwards. and so that was another pure you know perfect example mostly budgetary but it worked better you don't really see a lot of the monsters it was like yeah. really far away and maybe some distance some shadows some mist you barely you see little pieces Way scarier than a beautiful big shot of freaking King Kong well, standing uh, up with a six pack walking well, around like a human. Oh, well, God, let's face it. it: if you, if there Godzilla, there was some monster that was in Los Angeles or in New York, or you were not going to be right next to Godzilla. You might be thirty miles away, and you might go, "What is?" You'd be looking over your shoulder as you run the hell away. Yeah, <laughs> you just might catch just a glimpse of it scary. as you're screaming away from yeah. it in your car, catching exactly. <laughs> glimpses like gas. Where? Yeah. <laughs> So that's, I, think, I think the 2014 Godzilla is the best yeah. of the recent Godzilla films, American Godzilla. Films. It should have got more yeah. love. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it did well, but it was still, you know, some people complain, but there should not be complaining. It was yeah. great. Plus they had Cranston, Brian Cranston. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> more do you want? Well, you can have yeah. Scars Guard. That's, you know. <laughs> All right. All right. Burke, Burke you're up. up. All right, here comes mine, and guess what? It doesn't have any dialogue, hardly. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's funny we both did. We all did that. That's so funny. So everybody, bear with us and just go to the YouTube channel if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you need to really watch these on YouTube because they're, yeah. you know, they're movie scenes, and I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of what would sound good. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're doing what so, what was a scene that we like, not what's a scene we sounded like. That's <laughs> coming next. Yeah, we'll long. do that next time. The best sound we ever heard in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a little bit long, but I think it's enjoyable. All right, Let's here do. goes. Right off the bat. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, it's another car <laughs> driving. Ah. Yeah. Yes. I always imagine being an extra an actor in a scene like this and not screwing up. Yeah. And now we're on somebody else. We picked yeah. up another yeah. another focus. Yeah. Oh, and they're back. Yeah. That's such a cool car. <laughs> yeah. I love Tell the music. where it is by the radio. Yeah. yeah. 
how far away it is. Yeah. like two blocks away from where we started now, yeah. <laughs> All one shot. It's a rockin' town. <laughs> it's like a lot going on. Uh, you folks are American citizens? I am, yes. Where were you born, miss? Mrs. What? Philadelphia. The name is Vargas. Hey, Jim. You see who's here? Sure, Mr. Vargas. Out on the trail of another dope ring? Out on the trail of a chocolate soda for my wife. Your wife? Barely a bride, officer. <laughs> hey, can I get through? A lot of talk up here about how you cracked that grandy business. Yeah, what? we hear you caught the big boss. No, only one of them. The grandies are a big family. Good night. No purchases, Mr. Lineker. Hey, hey, I've got this... You're American citizen, miss? No, I've got this ticking noise. Yeah, okay. No, really, this Good ticking night. noise in my head. <laughs> Mike, do you realize this is the very first time we've been together in my country? Do you realize I haven't kissed you in over an hour? Soda, I'm afraid. Susie, please be careful. <laughs> Holy Charlton Heston. Wow. Amazing. That was gorgeous pretty, scene. Pretty amazing for its time too, because there's no digital blending or anything like that, no set extensions mm -hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. It's a uh, um yeah. it was One shot before it was hit. <laughs> It's choreographed with all the action, oh. all the traffic, all the background extras, the camera movement on that incredibly smooth crane. Mm -hmm. There's also, yeah. a, it ends, almost ends on a dialogue scene with several people. Right. And it's composed beautifully. The guy in the background yeah. who speaks with them, with the Border Patrol agent and the people in the car, and Charlton Heston and, you know, her. it's like they, they're all lined up on their marks. The camera is in the mm -hmm. right place. And then they go around behind the car, and there's another composition. And then the car drives, and then the camera swoops in, and you, they're they're walking out again. And she's talking about, "Do you realize this is the first time we've been together in my country?" You know, it's like, yeah, so beautifully continuous. It and it's uh, um, I like scenes like that. Sometimes they can be a little tricky, you know, a little uh, tacky. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, you know, I think of Brian De Palma who did the obviously after. Yeah after yeah. uh, Orson Welles, you know, did it. But um, so this might be the first time. Maybe there are the scenes earlier in the film, you know, that there's other classic stuff. single camera shots, single shot shots. Even in the silent days, they did a few. Yeah. But um, this is, I think, one of the most famous one because it's um, it's got that element of suspense because they keep they keep catching up with the car mm -hmm. and then the car goes away and then they catch up with it again. And then it's, then it's far away. And then the, then it moves towards the camera. It, it's like this, 
and then there's people skin. walking behind yeah. it and then there's yeah. a car and then our heroes are standing there right yeah. next to it and and then the woman is like yeah. i got this ticking noise in my head <laughs> hear this ticking. Oh, so scary <laughs> yeah horrifying yeah well orson wells you know i mean a brilliant guy that's like the last yeah. i think I, I don't know what he did after 59 i think it's 58 or 59 when this came out yeah. um yeah. but this was sort of his last hurrah as far as a filmmaker a director beautiful yeah. shame i think it's really yeah. the last one where he was he was on his game you know where yeah. he was like really cared kind of firing all cylinders right. or whatever whatever mm -hmm. the the phrase is yeah but he um i think he got really disillusioned with hollywood of course and and uh, people made changes there's all of his films seem to have like the definitive version where somebody went back and looked at orson welles's notes and tried to reconstruct the film this film um likewise yeah. And, you know, The Magnificent Ambersons is another film of his yeah. that he was unhappy with the way it was cut. And, right. and uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a shame that such a you know, they treated him so good with Citizen Kane. I think, you know, he said they gave him the mm. the best uh, toy train a boy ever had and let him sort of have free reign over Hollywood. But then, of course, it was not quite as successful as it could have been. Yeah. If he'd been a right. little bit less daring with his subject matter and not offending the yeah. the, uh, the Hearst publications the Hearst and all that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. history yeah. might have been different. He might have been able mm -hmm. to make a bunch of films on his own right. terms. Like yeah, it's sad because then the studios stopped trusting him, and yeah. so they felt like we can make it better, we can make it more this or more that, and they they stopped trusting the artist. And then that Let's get we Robert Wise with... in here to cut this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> a Touch of Evil is kind of a low budget, you know, sort of film. I mean, it was universal, but it wasn't a big budget film by right. any means, you know. Uh, but it's a, it's a, that is a classic, especially it opens the film. You know, it's like, yeah. what a way to yeah. open a movie, especially you see that, you go, my God, this is one continuous shot. You know, we're kind of used to it now with Scorsese and De Palma, yeah. but still fantastic, yeah. you know. Yeah, really stuff. good. Yeah. So we, have, we all three did scenes that were a lot of information and not a lot of dialogue with just <laughs> these long visual, static visual. shots. <laughs> so Next funny. time, mine will be all about Eve or something. You know, I'm going to make right. something really noisy and lots of dialogue. <laughs> nice dialogue scene. Yeah. So that's how we everybody, roll. you know, and if you have any suggestions, everybody out there, you know, be sure and put your favorite scenes in the comments and then maybe we'll talk about those and we'll name check you and we'll talk about whether it's one of our favorite scenes. They probably could be, you know, you never know because yeah. it's very personal. Yes. And tell us, you know, what your favorite scene in is why I'd love to hear it. Yeah. What makes absolutely. it so memorable to you? Yeah. We'd love to talk about it. So comment cool. below, please. And, yeah, sure and subscribe. And, <laughs> and do that. Yeah, do those things. And, so if you're on YouTube, comment. If you're listening on a podcast player, great. Keep subscribe. Keep subscribing and listening. That's yeah, awesome. We really appreciate it. And thanks very yeah. much for right. checking in. Thanks for joining us. We're going to do this again. Uh, it's fun. Yes, it is. Super fun. I love it. Me too. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye. Take Bye. care, everybody. Bye.